Hello there, and welcome to episode 69, Dude, of Dude and a Monkey. Uh, this is the last part of the Untitled John Milius Marathon, as we're going to do a full commentary track on 1982's Conan the Barbarian. Uh, my name's Ian Loring, and as always, I'm joined by... Mark Foster. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. And we're going to get straight into this, um, because we've just had a bit of a ball late trying to set it all up. So uh, let's let's get going. That good, Mark? I am A-OK with that, Mega. Coolio. Okay, so... We are using a DVD version, um, a universal DVD version. It's the US version. Uh, Mark and I do both own the UK Blu-ray, but because we're watching this on our computers and it makes things easier for syncing up things, we are uh, basically watching a rip. That's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, I, 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 just for that... I own the Blu-ray and the DVD, so I have I have paid enough for this motherfucking thing. Yeah, there you go. Um, I've actually bought the Blu-ray twice previously because I sold the copy the first time. So, you know, hey. Um, okay, so we are going to click play in three, two, one. A man is playing. Yes! Okay. <laughs> Success, jeez. Okay, so um, starting off with the Universal, okay, it was interesting. I, I watched the Blu-ray, this, the UK Blu-ray this morning, and it actually starts with the brand new 20th Century Fox logo, which I thought was odd. But um, mm. may, like, I don't know whether Fox just bought the UK rights recently or something. But uh, Frederick Nietzsche quote, quote to uh, start off with, which yeah. is the smartest thing anyone will say in this film. I, I bet you fucking Joe Barton loves that bit. That's a good point. He probably tweets it all the time. It probably does. That's probably the only quote he knows. Because yeah. <laughs> he watched Colin Loads when he's a kid. Bloody right. Hi, Joey, if you're listening. Hi, Joey. And um, so we get into the first of many reframes of the, the kind of the... Oh, no, we don't. It's um, Mako doing the voiceover first. Hmm. There we go. I'll, I'll say now, it has been a long, long time since I last watched Conan the Barbarian. It must be, jeez, uh, when I first got the DVD, which must have been 10 years ago at least, uh, I haven't actually watched my Blu-ray copy of it yet. Wow, um, I, I, lit, I, I just finished watching it about an hour ago. Yeah, you see, I, I was hoping to do a, a rewatch uh, before we did the commentary, but, but time was not on my side this weekend. Fair enough. Let me tell so, you of the days of high adventure. That's a good way to start a film. It is, isn't it? And um, like as I was saying before, Mako so rudely interrupted. This is the um, the first refrain of uh, Basil Polidorus's score, and I think it's interesting that Basil Polidorus gets the first credit after the title credit. Yeah. Um. It's gonna. Yeah. Here we go. So it's come up now, and it, it's the music is such an insanely massive part of this film because there's not really all that much dialogue so it is the music and there's really only a few themes that are kind of repeated through the film but they're, they're all so good that it, it just works incredibly well it's it's a very evocative score as Polidorus's usually are yeah it's it, it's you know I, you don't want to say anything as wanky it's, it's almost a character in itself yes yeah, it, it's not like that but you know it, you could actually consider it it, it definitely helps set the mood and it keeps um, the beats going and everything like that. But like you say, it's he's a very noticeable um, his scores, but they're they're not as noticeable as somebody you know where they all sound the same as such. 
No, no, totally. I mean, I mean, like he's got that orchestral bombastic thing, but you can't. It's not like Hans Zimmer, where a lot of the, a lot of his scores sound like the other scores and whatnot. They still they still feel of their own piece. And I, I yeah. love I love this title sequence as well. Just like it completely gives you the idea of Conan's boner for steel. Mm. It just like I mean, this shot here, it, it's an erect steel sword. Like rising up and then ploughing into a hole. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it does sort of set the mood. It, it it really quite well puts you in this the world that you're about to sort of step into. Uh, really well. You know that that's a fucking macho combination, that in it. John Millions and Oliver fucking Stone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you seen Oliver Stone's uh, writing and directing the uh, Snowden story? Yeah, that's interesting. It'd be it'd be interesting to see if he gets some of his bite back. Yeah, that is a good looking sort though. Hmm. See, nowadays you get the feeling that'd be that'd be a CG sword. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, have you have you seen the remake? I have seen the remake. Yeah, it, it was. I thought that um, that uh, what's his name was was quite well suited to Conan, but it, I was just freaked out about by Rose McGowan throughout the entire thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I um, I have seen it as well, but I can't remember a thing about it. Yeah, that's that. I think that's the overriding thing about that film is it is distinctly unmemorable. Mm. Some solid, solid back projection here. It is, isn't it? Look at those. It, it just it, it looks it like they're up in it. the air, man. You know. Yeah. But it kind of feels right. It feels it feels already like a proper fucking fantasy film. It's it's yeah. I mean, it kind of lends a sense of the theatrical to it, doesn't it? As well, just and and the yeah. epic. I mean, this, this film is rather rather epic. And this kid really does look like a young Arnie as well. It's. That it's some <laughs> solid casting, man. I wonder what he looks like now. <laughs> I wonder if he does actually look like Arnie when he's like 30 years. Because he's, what, 32? Same year? 32? Yeah. Yeah, 32 years old, this is, yeah. Came out the year I was born. No. Were you I born on a... a battlefield at all, Mark? Yes, I, I was. I was. And I was going to be called Conan. Conan or Mark. <laughs> I fucking chose wrong. The fact that your mark spelt with a C, it's like a little tribute, the C. Yes. I actually, uh, going completely off topic, actually the other day, because whenever people ask me my name, I say Mark with a C. Uh, the other day, I actually got some mail for Mark with a C. First time, I take it. First time I've had it, yeah. Mark with a C. Mark with a C uh, hyphen Foster. And I thought, what the fuck is this? And it took me a good hour to work out why. Hang on, so it actually said on the letter, Mark with a C, hyphen Foster. Mark, Mark with a K, with a C, uh, like the name, hyphen Foster. Hang on, what? spell this out for me. Uh, W-H-I-T-E-S-Y. White C? Yeah, but I'm guessing they thought that was with a C. Oh my God. <laughs> hyphen Foster. Mark... Oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> Look at Bridge going. Who is this person? I never realised it was. That's 
That, yeah. that is some great body paint, that, isn't it? Mm. Look at that. I mean, it's it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird as well. I mean, I like the fact that False Doom starts off here as just like a warrior, and then by the time Conan meets him, he's like a kind of he, he, you know he's abandoned the steel for flesh, as he says himself. And it's yeah. you know, it, there's not really any sense that he's particularly like magical here. It's just that he's powerful as as can be, you know. I just I I I I think that's an in, interesting that even the false Doom's kind of ideology ideology has changed in the twenty thirty years. Yeah, yeah, like it it it, 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 like it suggests that kind of growth and that kind of lived in effect, doesn't it? it mm. It's there's a thought gone towards it. It isn't just well, let's just let let's just write a character. There's you know you get the idea that what's it um, that uh, Milius has taken the world of Conan the Barbarian. And not just shown, you know, just what you're going to see on screen isn't just that world. He's taken all of the other bits from Conan and, and sort of fed it all together to give you a more sort of complete picture about what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And because um, I mean, this this effectively, I mean, it's a comic book film, really. Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, Robert E. Howard, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose it, 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 it does kind of like that whole kind of origin tale thing. It's got that kind of thing that like all the comic book films do. Yeah. And as well, it, it was, you know, this was in the 80s when uh, Dino De Laurentiis um, did, you know, you, you, you got a lot of sort of fun films out of it. He seems to have a lot of, he gave ideas um, the chance to become films that, that a lot of other sort of studios wouldn't have given the ideas to. You well, know, that's this the, is the guy. Go on, sorry. I mean, yeah, I mean, without Dino De Laurentiis, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger might not actually have kind of got the roles that he. I mean, what? I, I mean, I suppose the question is, what was the kind of the formative role for Arnold? Was it this or was it the Terminator? I think it's often presumed that the Terminator was like his his kind of standout role, and it's the role that kind of brought him to the attention, but. You know, and the Terminator was very successful. I mean, Conan was, you know, was phenomenally successful. You know, probably at the time uh, was more kind of Joe Public successful than the Terminator was itself. You know, it was this big kind of almost like a family picture. Um, You know, and what was it? I mean, when was, when was Terminator? So it was Terminator was a couple of years later. You know, he he wouldn't have got. Terminator had it not been for Conan. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say that, you know, Conan probably get you know, Terminator brought him to a wider, much wider audience, but, you know, Conan got him that role. The thing is, like, when I think of the Terminator, I do think of Arnie, but I do think of Linda Hamilton and Michael Byne as well. Whereas yeah. with this, it's all Arnold. I yeah. mean, there's a bit of James L. Jones as well, but you know, you think of Conan the Barbarian, you do just think, Arnold, like this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's film, and I mean, he talks pretty much as much as much as he does in the Bloody Terminator as well. Mm. Well, that's that's it. You know, there's no with um, Conan, you, you don't ever think of a bit in Conan really that doesn't revolve around around Schwarzenegger mm. or him revolving things. Yeah. 
the costume design of this is incredible as well. That that, that all looks really weighty. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And it, that is some sweet hair, Jones. And that mother, that guy just looks like Steve Pemberton from League of Gentlemen, the one who was just kind of looking at the sword yeah. just there. He does. The other one looks like uh, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu and Steve Pemberton. <laughs> yeah. This is a whole different film we're talking about here now, isn't it? <laughs> mm. I mean, I suppose there's an idea here that there's maybe something mystical going on with False Doom, like he's kind of holding her in a trance or something. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like he's still he's the one who, who takes the action with the sword. I mean, at the end, I mean, his downfall is the fact that he bloody stops using the steel because if he just picked up a sword and had a fight with Conan, then, you know, the ending being what it is wouldn't happen. Because, mm. I mean, he literally just says, oh, without me, you'd be nothing. And then Conan's just like, no, oh, fuck it. And then just kills him anyway, you know. It's, <laughs> uh, which is a great ending. I, I love that. It's, you're expecting such a climax and then it's just that. Yeah, it, it's it, it feels kind of fitting, but yeah, there is there is sort of a strong sort of sense there that there's there's that he's got something over over. Uh... Mm. You bastard! Just admiring the steel again. It's a film about people admiring steel. <laughs> that is a funky looking haircut as well. Mm. It's right. Uh, cause I mean, w- w- the thing is, 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 just to point out, me and Ian both kind of um, forgot that it would it, that Conan was was two hours plus, didn't we? Yeah, oh we yeah. Kind of, we both kind of thought it was about sort of ninety five minutes, and you know, even when you start watching it again, that you start going, do you know what? It is quite. It, it, it's not in a rush to get anywhere. It's quite paced. It's quite, you know, slow. There's a lot going on that isn't going on. It, it does kind of like you say. It adds to that feeling of it being epic. And you know, there's been a good a good amount of time there. There's been at least seven or eight minutes there where nothing was said, yeah, at all. Oh, I mean, you get entire sequences where not, where nothing's said in this film. It, it, it's it's quite remarkable how little dialogue there is. I mean, the, I think the narrator by far has the most dialogue. I mean, Schwarzenegger gets his moments. He has the um, the prayer to Crom and the. Um, you know, Conan, what is best in life, and then the, the little bit he has there. But, I mean, it's barely... Any, I mean, like, his scenes with Val- uh, Valeria in this are basically her just saying stuff to him and him looking at her, and which I suppose kind of makes sense, because, again, like, you know, Schwarzenegger early on in his career when he was in, like, Hercules in New York, I mean, like, he was Arnold Strong in that film because they because of the, of the whole kind of... The, the fact he was Austrian. So it's kind of not a surprise that they give the other characters the heavy lifting with the dialogue, as, I mean, they do with Terminator as well. But, I mean, it's, yeah. even though it's kind of a shame, though, because, I mean, he's got a, he's got a presence. And, I mean, his, his voice doesn't impede that, I don't think. No, it doesn't. I think they were just, you know, it, they were afraid of accents at the time. Yeah. 
um, at, at this point, and they couldn't really, um, they didn't like the idea that, you know, that they didn't think that people would buy him as much because they thought, well, there's something where they, they, they didn't think that he sounded German, they thought that he sounded more uh, Russian, and they didn't want that, that to get kind of confused. Uh, okay. Now, this scene is economical storytelling, man. Mm. You know, like the the way it cuts and he's growing up and what it's kind of saying as well, that he's just been doing this for years and years and years. And, he, you know, obviously he's gotten, he's gotten bigger, he's gotten stronger and whatnot. But just the fact that this is all he's been doing and kind of biding his time, it's... Um, it's quite something, and I like the way, as the years go on, the other people pu- pushing it get less and less, and then it's just him. It's, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great way of kind of showing his development physically, I think. Yeah, and it also, you know, it's, it's a clever way to show, you know, the, the passage of time. Oh, well. definitely. It, you know, it's, again, it, it, it's a, there's a thought process there in terms of the writing, and from a directorial point, it kind of it flows well and it gives you, you know, that idea of time and the fact, like you say, it, it, it shows you the developing stages of him. And the fact that we don't, you know, to frame it quite well with the fact that you see his face as the young kid and then you don't see his face again until it is, you know, Schwarzenegger. Mm. And that, that like, yeah. by now, I think it is literally just him doing it. Yeah. And it's like right now, this that this is the person you're about to spend the film with. Mm. Yeah, he is the only person doing it. <laughs> I wonder what it's for. What the purpose of that thing is? Some kind of milling machine, isn't it? It's just like to it's kind just, of like I don't know, like charge it? a car battery or something. He's an extreme baker. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's making his own wheat. <laughs> that's, how, that's, how he got, that's how he gets so strong. He just he mills it, and then he makes his own bread and just sits there and eats bread. He's just he, he's he's all about the bread. Mm, mm. This guy looks like uh, a fully grown version of Gwildor from uh, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> like if Gwildor had a brother that wasn't a dwarf. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, actually. Fucking sit down. Just, just sit down, Colonel. Just sit down. It seems he seems confused by that. Mm. It's like it's the first yeah, time he's ever sat down. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Okay. He was a he was a unit back in the day, wasn't he? <laughs> The huddled betting scenes. Mm. Through the ages, these scenes never get any different. No, they <laughs> really all. don't. They really no. don't. <laughs> it's always a circle around two guys, and they're always betting, and there's always drinking. There's always fire. There's yeah. always some kind of flame. Even if it's inside an actual light building, there's always some element of flame. I love the way that Arnold screams like he's never screamed before. And it's like <laughs> his approximation of what screaming is. <laughs> yeah. 
Arnie does have some of the greatest sound of human sound effects ever. It's incredible, man. I mean, it just yeah. What is that noise? <laughs> it's the, I think one of the great, and it's not in this film. One of the great uh, Arnold sound effects is is his fake coughing in Commando. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's a cough. It's like it's like it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's never actually heard a cough, so he's gone. I wonder what a cough sounds like. <laughs> So he has to come up with this thing where he goes, Ugh! and that's him coughing. No. Look out for it next time. I can say the exact moment it is. It's when the police van rolls and he gets out of it. Oh, Let's okay. say watch Commander. Listen out for it. It's it, it's glorious. Nice. There we go. Just first time he's done out, he's realised he's a badass fighting machine. Mm. Now fully grown Gwildar loves that shit. <laughs> and he just becomes a killing machine. thing is you just if your choice was to push that big bread making machine yeah do this and you were really good at both you would do this yeah oh, it looks like so much more fun than yeah yeah and, I, and I, to be honest i don't reckon you get that much tail um as an extreme baker no. Whereas, whereas you know, I mean, this was this was back, you know, in, in this era. I'm sure in our hipster era, the, ext- the extreme bakers would get all the, all the tang. Mm. But back in this era, it, it, it was more the the strongman kind of thing. Mm. Well, I think that's probably why Arnold isn't very successful at the box office anymore. If it, it's films about extreme bakers that make the big cash these days, not Schwarzenegger films. Well, that's it. Yes, watching it's just it's it, it, it's a less it's a more it's a less evolved time nowadays. Mm. Irony, irony has overtaken the the pure strength aspect of it all. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's more about the personality than the than the actual what they can do these days. Well, that's that's that that's where that's where we're going to go wrong nowadays. <laughs> well, however. however what you got to remember is neither of us could ever look like that. <laughs> Says you. Jesus, Jesus, if I if, if I if I had that physique, I would literally just walk around in, in just a cop piece all of the fucking time. Mm. And if, if anyone could arrest me, I'd go, seriously? Seriously? You guys gonna fucking work? You got a sword. I, I, <laughs> I mean I will I will say one thing I think maybe the film doesn't do that well is kind of like it, it actually makes it convincing that Conan reads poetry and philosophy it, <laughs> yeah. it, that's a bit of a push and I, yeah. I and I like this scene as well for the fact that you know he's comforting the woman but he's still gonna bang her yeah he's like look, look I'm not I'm not I'm not a bad guy also you're not gonna you're not gonna rape me I'm not gonna rape you no I'm, I'm but we are gonna have sex and you have no choice yeah <laughs> but but let's not give it an ugly name yeah Yeah. So there you go. He does that, and then he just takes the bloody coat off ten seconds later. Anyway, there you go. Off it goes. It just—that's that, brilliant. 
Do you reckon this was in the era of grabby hands, Arnie? Could well have been. Yeah, I reckon it was. Like, out of shot at the moment, like, like just there, he was probably just fondling her. Yeah, he literally literally had two match, he had, he had a big macho thumb and a big macho finger just rolling it around. Yeah. You are right. I, I never realised how little actual, how little actual dialogue there is. It, in this. The look on his face with this sword now is incredible. But yeah, yeah, no. I mean, he barely says anything. Did he said there is a wonderful kind of like childlike oh, fucking sword. Yeah, yeah. Kind of look there. What's the line on your screen at the moment, Mark? Falcons at your rear. Oh, wrong, Corda. Yeah, what is what best, best in life? Okay, cool. Yeah. Still in sync. That is good. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> That's a great line as well. Did you see the recent thing that Schwarzenegger did where, for a day, if you donated some kind of charity, he'd recite um, lines of dialogue from his films? What? There's a whole like YouTube video where he put out a thing saying if you donated like I think it was ten dollars to this charity that he was supporting, um, and that you could once donated you could put the line of dialogue that you wanted him to do and he'd do it for you wherever he was at that point. Nice. And it's because he was travelling from uh, I think he was travelling to the Expendables set, so they'd okay. just like pull over and like they'd pull over at the side of the road. Or he'd do it like the back of the car or on the plane, and then we started recording, just saying all these lines from his films. Nice. But now, uh, and it raised some ridiculous, like, like, like three or four grand. And it was like yeah. I said, you know, just you know, I'll do that. It was like the same. It's the same charity that he did it for for the the tank thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. But it, it was funny because one of those was that that he did. But the thing is, is there's all these other people that are around him are all just fucking laughing their asses off. There's Joe, what's his name? Um, I can never pronounce his surname. Antonio. Yes, that's the one. Oh, really? He's in the background. He's in the background of one of them, just laughing his ass off. Nice. I heard a thing about it saying though that that these dogs were absolute bastards, and that the guy you. Uh, was supposed to be like the dog wrangler um, just couldn't keep them under control at all mm. and so all they did all the time they were on set was just chase Schwarzenegger around nice because they'd rub some kind of pheromone thing on his costume so they'd chase him but they they kept on losing them off the leash wow what <laughs> so every so often Schwarzenegger would just have these dogs running at him for like these, like two days and oh, he'd run away <laughs> It is great when you get like those kind of behind-the-scenes kind of little snippets from things that yeah. directors' commentaries and stuff give us. <laughs> Gotta wonder how long this took. What? What are you doing? A bit, off, a bit of fire. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's quite pensive this film, isn't it? I don't know. It, it, you know, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of moods, and it obviously works for it. It's a great film. There's a lot of kind of mood setting. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like that's what I think makes it quite epic is the is, is the fact that it takes its time, and it, mm. it's it's all about the the kind of the atmosphere of the places. Because I mean, like the story, what there is, there isn't a hell of a lot. It's it's more about just this lived-in world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean that. To be honest, that's why I'm kind of glad I don't think King Conan will ever happen because it would it would just be a straight up action film now. I think with probably Conan and his son or something, and it just played nah. by Jai Courtney. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it just nah. That's not that's that's nothing against uh, Jai Courtney. Nah, he's all right. You know, I I, I, don't, I actually don't mind Jai Courtney. But no, it's the the Legend of Conan, the upcoming one that they keep keeps getting mooted. Uh, I thought it was King Conan, but they, they're calling it the Legend of Conan, are they? Legend of Conan now, yeah. The thing I mean, is, this... Schwarzenegger's just not... I, I think it's gonna. that's going to depend on how Terminator Genesis does, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it's the thing is, is he's not... You know, his recent films haven't exactly exploded in the box office... But they've done really, really well on um, VOD and international sales and uh, home media. Mm. I mean, there's a thing about the Last Stand where there was he was talking about, and he was saying that it was uh, it made it made just over its budget. I think it made it made just shy of fifty million, I reckon, worldwide. Um, but in what's it? In just Antony sales and um, sort of home media, it made like another sort of twenty five million. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't get you know in a. I mean, we we had to. What they what was kind of like the remake, but in like a modernized version of this, you wouldn't get all of this. No, like I mean, this, yeah, this, this bit we've just seen would have been condensed down; it'd have been a minute long, and he'd have had like a big monologue, or there'd have been a narration over it, or something like that. There's mm-hmm. this, there's this fear of, of kind of silence a little bit. No, you know, exactly. Like, yeah, no, exactly. There's there is a fear of taking your time and establishing a mood and a place and it yeah I mean that's the thing these days this story would be done straight up in an hour and a half oh yeah absolutely we we actually have a look how long the actual the the weird cut on the barbarian the 2011 version was I mean that was gotta be 90 minutes 113 minutes. Jeez, really? Yeah, right. But that cost $90 million and made $48 million, Right? <laughs> this, granted, uh, and, and no fucker owns that, believe it. Um, granted, this was made uh, 32 years ago. Uh, so it cost $16 million, so quite a high-budget film for the time. Um, but made $130 million at the box office. Nice. You know, which is... 
fucking incredible. Mm. Uh, when you you know when you think about the about how that fucking works, it's mad. Mm. Um, uh, this this is one of my favourite scenes of the film, just because we've established Conan as a warrior and as a relatively good man. But now mm. we're about to establish him as a man who can fuck a woman so hard she turns into a demon. <laughs> yep. And I like how he looks actually quite scared of her. He does look terrified. You know, I mean, fair enough, he's just coming to this house and she's gone all fucking primal on him. And he does look a little bit like, this is getting me going, but I'm fucking terrified she's going to eat me. Yeah. But like I said, there is a... It is a very single kind of idea. There's definitely a... This isn't a a safe bet of a film. (laughs) By any stretch of imagination. No, quite... Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think it was barely known. Milius was... This This was the film after Big Wednesday, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, like, Milius was coming off of a bit of a, a commercial disaster. Um, I mean, Oliver Stone was just getting going, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, Oliver Stone, you know... Oliver Stone, at this point, wasn't the, the, the powerhouse he'd become in the 80s. You know, this was... I mean, essentially, he, he, he wrote this to help pay for... Is cocaine addiction. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a film he made after Big Wednesday. So I mean, it's four years after Big Wednesday. Mm. Um, you know, and he'd not really had a, a proper fucking hit. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he just comes back with this and he's back, basically. And then he does Red Dawn yeah. and... I don't know. It's 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 weird because Milius kind of feels like he is forgotten, and in in some ways Conan feels like it's been forgotten as well to me. You know, you don't hear people talk of it that much, and yet it's just a balmy, awesome action film. Yeah, like you say, it doesn't seem to get the you know the, the shifting colour there. Mm. You know, and then they they turn like you say, fucks you into a demon. You know. Like, in sort of French horror films, we'd consider that to be a wonderful, beautiful, altruistic tone, yeah. It kind of, it gets a little bit, like you say, it's, it's, it's a little bit underappreciated. Is that because of the, the Schwarzenegger effect? Yeah. Because of what he went on to do, you know, later on in the uh, 80s mm. and in the yeah. 90s. yeah. You see, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That's never happened to me. <laughs> happened to me once. Did it? Yeah. Was it, was it as weird as that? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't chuck her into a fire. Ah. I like the there, fact that, he, There was a mistake. I like the fact he still crashes there. <laughs> yeah. he's like the ultimate deadbeat douchebag it's like well she might come back yeah it just I don't know that's 
amazing. I just, I don't know. He's just seen that and he's like, oh, sod it, I might as well turn in for the night. It just, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> See there, there was a bit of a jerk move there, that. I haven't eaten in days. And he says, you're going to, bitch. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that wasn't in the script. It's just this guy there who's watching who's just fucking worried about who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be incredible if they did this, like, Blair Witch, where they just gave him a brief outline about what was going to happen <laughs> each day, and then he has to improvise anything, everything. It's like, right... You're going to walk out of this witch's hut and then you're going to hear someone and then you're going to have a conversation with him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's just like, when he says you haven't eaten in the day, so that's just something Arnold would say to someone, uh, would say to someone who has who said that. <laughs> who says you will? Who are yeah. you? But yeah, like, like a bumble car version of Conan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, there's no reason why we aren't producers, dude. Nah, too right. <laughs> I want to know what meat they're eating as well. That looks pretty good. Generic meat. Yeah. Just, just, just generic medieval meat. I suppose it's probably like a kind of a, like chicken or turkey or something by the looks of it. It doesn't look like it does, it's got got the solidity like, of beef or pork. It, it, it does look like a white meat, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It well, looks pretty good. It does look quite good. It looks quite well cooked. Yeah. So, so they've, they've killed it, plucked it, and cooked it on essentially a fire pit. Yeah. You get the feeling that Schwarzenegger would need to eat a lot as well. Oh, yeah. Like, he's looking at that guy right now thinking, I could fucking eat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might snack, my little friend. Yeah. After we've eaten this turkey chicken bird, I'm going to eat the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, here they are, just running for the sake of running. Yeah. Who knows why? Yeah. I do, do you reckon they even know where they're going? I don't. Nah. They should run this way. <laughs> they got they went on in circles for two years before they got to somewhere. <laughs> I like the fact that he says it's it civilization's wicked, and then Arnold's just like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> the last place I went to, fuck the girl into a demon. Yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait a minute, you were outside there, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. All right. You chained up the whole time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were on a stick. You the whole thing. Yeah. Lizard on a stick. Lizard on a, lizard on a stick, kid. Yeah. I could eat a lizard on a stick. I want to know why he says, how does the wind ever get in here? It's just like, it's the wind, but... <laughs> it, it's confusing to his muscular ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look like they've barely been worn off those boots. <laughs> nope. Not in tune, that. <laughs> Oh, 
Two snakes coming out of a black sun sounds like a death metal album. Who plays that other guy? I recognise him from something. He's probably been nothing. He's probably been in nothing since. Got some solid eyebrows. Uh, is it? Is it Jerry Lopez who plays it? Might be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in Big Wednesday. One, that's where I recognise him from. Oh yeah, he was totally in Big Wednesday. Okay. Uh, oh, he's in Farewell to the King, actually, a lot. Here we go. Laughing at the llama, punching a cat. <laughs> this, is, this could be a reason why people don't remember it so well. Because he punched the camel. It, like, literally, <laughs> he just punched the camel. <laughs> I feel sorry for the camel. I swear well, in the commentary as well, like, yeah. Arnold just sees this and starts cracking up as well. It's yeah. it's, it's amazing. He actually, he does, he does, because he mistakes it for a horse as well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, that's right. Says, he actually just starts laughing and says, I punch a horse in a second, don't I? And John Malias is like, no, it's a camel. <laughs> yeah. About points watching, he's just laughing too much. <laughs> ah, good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean... So we're do that. Oh, sorry, go on. You'll be able to do that nowadays. Ah, too right. Um, might have to be a CG camel. Um, <laughs> so we're like forty minutes in, and yet, yeah. like, if this was like a film of today, literally, I think we would be twenty minutes in. And yeah, I would say twenty minutes in, and there'd have been no camel punching. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of posing, striking poses. There is the iconic Conan pose. Yeah. I am going to see if my cord will stretch far enough for me to grab a drink. Yes, it will. Aha! <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, another small bass. That'll be the benefits of having your entire setup in your kitchen. Sweet. Of course, now the sun's come out, and I can't see a goddamn thing. So I've got a blind down. There we go. And sure, this yeah. is not actually. I might, uh, I might just get a drink myself. Keep, keep it running. I'm sure you. I'll can, keep it running. I'm sure you can entertain people. I can. They are currently climbing up a a building that that walls are remarkably like steps. Like a big stone rock building. Uh, literally, literally, listeners, I have got the world's smallest glass ever, and it's just, just for. Yeah, they're still climbing, and now they're looking down a well. They picked up a lady friend. There we go. It's just taking me far too long to pour a really small glass of Pepsi. All the colours are available, but I wouldn't recommend them. Pepsi guy. Climbing down a rope, up a rope, down a rope. (sighs) 
The symmetry and framing of this film is actually pretty damn good as well. These sets must take fucking ages to make as well, because everything is perfectly designed to look like it's lived in. It's all quite big. There's no like little kind of set stages where it all looks quite small and looks like they've not gone. There's so much detail going for absolutely everything. It just looks absolutely stunning. You know, for a film that was made 34 years ago for you know a decent amount of money, but you know this is pretty where you could design it on a computer. Somebody's actually a set designer's actually had to physically actually make all this and then dress it and everything like that, and it just it all looks so rich and lush and just. And it does look like it smells like shit. They're remarkably trusting also of this woman. Uh, the fact that they've just met her and she's told them that she's a thief. They seem to straight away trust that she's not going to fuck them over. Oh, big ah, snake. Big snake. Just saying, they're remarkably trusting of that woman, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Just like, oh, well, you're blonde and you say you're a thief. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I think Conan bangs her literally that night as well, so he, he doesn't do too bad out of it. Yeah. She's done the old kind of sweep somebody from the back, can't she? And like punch them a few times off camera and then steal their clothes. Mm. Mm. He's just done one of those. Which uh, Conan also does later on. Yeah, he does, yeah. Which is uh, quite funny. Yeah, and, 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 is like the proportions of actual size like really, really different as well? Yeah, very. That is a really big snake. Mm. There's more boobs in this than I remember. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs in this. Yeah. For some reason, I remember this being a little bit more kind of... A little bit more fucking PG-13 than the straight-up fucking 15 it is. It's like Conan the Destroyer is that. It's like a PG Conan film. Yeah. Which... And Red Sonja's like an 18 in there. Might well be, actually. But Red Sonja, Red Sonja's quite rapey, if I remember quite right, if I remember rightly. Not a lot to that costume. I have to imagine Chomini has probably had fun in that casting session. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's still got the fucking <laughs> the tapes from there. Mm. Oh. Flashback. Good, solid flashback. Stunned look on his face. Uh-uh. Watch it, Arnie. That big fucking snake's coming for you. I like the fact there's just like a single solitary rat, like just like where Jerry Lopez was a second ago, just just above him. And this snake killing is really brutal as well. Yeah, it, there's a lot of blood there, isn't there? Yeah. Seriously, an arrow is the worst thing you can use right now. Mm. None of these people can hear someone having a fight with a snake. <laughs> mm. 
You know, Arnie's not not a quiet man. No. Well, oh, he's managed well, to well put done. it in place at least. Yeah. I feel a little bit sorry for Snake now. And there you go, boom. Oh, it's not oh a, it's, that's really grim. Yeah, it's not a clean kill, is it, at all? Like, he took oh. a few whacks to get it done there. Ah. That poor snake. That's a very well-thought-out camera angle there, yeah, John. Defo. Who was it who shot this, actually? So. I was saying uh, while you were off getting a drink that the... the, the we always said it previously, but the, the sets design and dressing is incredible in this film. Yeah, it was... Um, Ron Cobb did the production design for this, and... His is a name that re- uh, like really remind. Uh, it, it's a name I see quite a lot. I'm just trying to look up what he's done. Wrong cop. Let's have a look. Oh, I did. Ah, ah, right. He did. Um, let's have a look. Art department. The abyss. Aliens. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Alien. Uh, the original Star Wars. Total Recall, Robot Jocks. Yeah. Southland Tales. Conceptual artist on Southland Tales. Fucking hell. That's a fucking... (laughs) Mm. He designed the True Lies logo. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And he was oh, and he also was a consultant on the design of the DeLorean in Back to the Future. Oh wow! Oh, and he wrote and directed a film called Garbo. Ninety-two. So what is that? Greta yeah. Garbo? No, nifty little uh, melodrama li- about garbage collectors. Oh, Garbos. That sounds. Yeah, I'm not really rushing to watch that. No. I think the last film I watched about garbage men was uh, the uh, Emilio Estevez film Men at Work. Nice. <laughs> ah, so here we go. Like, already she's just, let's get, let's do this. Let's get busy! The, the look at it, look at it, really. She's either got Georgie Lopez or. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Or Schwarzenegger. You know, who the fuck are you going to go for? Think told you, you're getting all the tail. Mm. Yeah, there's Grabian's army. He's back oh, again. Grabby yeah. Grabby. I mean, he's really, really going for it as well. And you imagine he didn't have to take much direction on that. Yeah, <laughs> he's just, just like grabbing the milli screen. If you could grab, oh, 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 just yeah. like that, Arnie. Yeah. yeah. 
How old will you have been at this point? Twelve. Eighty-two. <laughs> It'll have been... Thirty-five. Shut the... What? Yeah, thirty-five. Schwarzenegger was thirty-five when he did Conan. Yeah. So what, he was born in what? Like, uh, what, forty... What, forty-seven? Yeah, really? 47. Yeah. Swashenegger's older than my mum. 66 years, yeah. Wow. I know. It's insane, isn't it? George more insane, though. What? Stallone's 67. Bloody hell. You know, and when you think about it, yes, Schwarzenegger's still doing action films, but Stallone's still fucking, you know, chucking himself about like a fucking madman. Yeah. You know, and the guy's nearly 70. To put yeah. to put some kind of context behind that, right, no man in my family on either side has gone beyond the age of 65. That's messed up, really. Yeah. No man has ever gone back beyond the age of 65 on either side of my uh, family um, and Stallone is 67 years old blimey which is which is why my dad when he turned um, 55 um, realised it probably wasn't a good idea to have spent the past 40 years smoking yeah, <laughs> so he quit yeah. smoking wow you know I know it's amazing he smoked for 40 years and he quit and he quit like nearly two years ago. I don't have a cigarette since. Bloody hell. Mm. Good for him. Right, this is better than quit, actually. What is this crap he's eating? Where he's I got his know, face in now. It looks horrible. It does. Gruel. But it's like mouldy gruel. Miscellaneous gruel. I don't think I don't think there was sorry. I don't think there was that uh, that many sort of refrigerator units stuck around in the whatever this is saying. Got a load of salt in it. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Solid camera time. And Max von Sydow, man, like, this is 32 years ago, <laughs> and he's still alive, and he's still working. Yeah, and like, properly still working. Yeah. He's 85. Hmm. But, but the thing is, is Max von Sydow has looked 85 for fucking years. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he just—he was absolutely fine with having makeup on, though, isn't he? That's the—that's like the Exorcist. It, it just—he's—he's he's just got piles of makeup on. Mm. I mean, there's one that's going to blow your mind a little bit, though. Harry Dean Stanton is two years older than Max von Sydow. Bloody hell! I mean, that is insane. Everyone does seem to take the Schwarzenegger quite well in this film, don't they? 
Well, that's the he's thing. Like, like, he just, he doesn't really, like, punish anyone unless they basically deserve to be punished. You know, I don't know. It seems like people just kind of respect that. Yeah, like, you know, who is this Who is this giant before me? Oh, I'll be nice to him until he pisses me off. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's good that, like, he's never built up as a hero for the people or whatever. Like, yeah. he is Conan the Barbarian. He is very much his own man. Mm. And I mean, like in fact, like th- th- at the end when he's on the throne, he looks pretty bloody miserable, and that's the only <laughs> shot in the entire film where he is a kind of a leader of men. Yeah, like it's it just all a complete accident, mm. and like he's kind of there going, uh, "All right then," but I'm not. Seems like a lot of work. Mm. Yeah. I was fighting motherfuckers and fucking bitches, you know, like a few months ago. Mm. And that was great. He does look a little bit like he's going, I have no idea what's going on about here. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you, did you guys have a clue what he's going on about? Mm. I really stopped listening ages ago. I just want to eat this shit that's in my hand. Sure. I want to get back to my gruel. <laughs> there is nothing in his cup, he's thinking, could someone just fucking put something in my cup? <laughs> There we go. Just rubies. Mm. Yeah. There was a look where he looked at both them like he was thinking, if I get all these rubies and they get all these rubies, I could kill these two and I had them all of the rubies. What, Jerry Lopez? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there we go. Here's the bit where you start finding out that he's a he's a sorcerer. Mm. Swatchnik has no idea what you're talking about. There's no point in telling him all this shit. Uh, he's just thinking, oh, will she show up so we can bang again? Mm. But again, I mean, this is this is the scene like I was saying earlier on where she does all the talking and he just reacts yeah. to her. But you don't need him to talk, though. That's the thing. Like he, He's just... His presence it, kind of says it all. I mean, fair play, his facial makes... acting spot on in this. Yeah, it, it kind of... It, it does make sense for the character as well, you know. Mm. He's grown up from being a child to being an adult as a slave, where he probably got fucking whipped for talking. So he's just... You know, as a child, he got real whipped for talking, so he just didn't talk. And it's just... He's grown up not really talking, so he just doesn't really have that much to say. Mm. You know, it, it does it does fit in with the character. It's not just a oh well, no one will understand what he's saying, so we, we better not we, we better not give him that many lines. Mm. Mm. Kind of thing. There is actually a kind of a point that it makes sense for within the character. No, totally, and I mean it, like. It does look like he's kind of taking this all in as well. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it's fine. And it's 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 quite refreshing, really. And it's, it's I don't know, as a kind of a directorial choice and a stylistic choice, it makes it stand out a bit more, I think. Mm. Yeah, 
I wonder how long this film actually took to make. Yeah, sure we can somewhere. I mean, this, this says everything you need to know. Like, he, he hugs her and he looks at that thing and you get automatically. He understands what she's saying, but he kind of needs to do it for himself. There you go, job done. It's it's just, it, it is really economical with its storytelling and it it takes its time in its in its atmosphere. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it does work. There is there's a real sort of craft towards towards it. None of it feels, you know, it's it's two hours plus long. I mean, we're you know we're just getting to an hour. We're just getting to around about the actual sort of, of what we're actually going to see. You know, not including credits of actual um, story time. Mm. We've not moved that far in the story, but at no point have you, have you gone. Well, you could probably lose that bit. Like, you could probably lose that bit. It, it's all so far has made, has made sense. And he fucking, he loves that fade, doesn't he? Mm, mm. It's definitely Amelia's thing, that slow fade. The, what I, what I like, yeah, I mean, that, that, that fade as well, it just, that one in particular kind of stands out and I, I I think it is probably because it's the whole Conan is thinking of her and he, he kind of regrets what he's doing but he's going with it anyway and it's just his, it, it is like her lingering in his memory again it, it just it all it's really 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 well directed this film yeah it is you know to say to say that Milius isn't as much kind of regarded for his directorial work, he's you know he's often you know thought of more as being a, a writer that's happened to have directed a few things, you know more than he is thought of as an actual director. You know it is it is a well directed film. Mm. No, it, it's the polyphonic spree. Yeah. <laughs> Is what that douche from the Polyphonic Spree would do. That, that literally is like, literally is like he was sat at home, just baked, and just saw that and went, oh my god. Mm. Oh god, that's incredible. Fair play. <laughs> oh god. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having a look at the IMDb trivia here. Not like, actually, I think we're getting a fair bit just out of watching the film itself. But I mean, there, there is some interesting stuff in here. I mean, again, it points out here, the Conan's response to what is best in life is his, is the very first lines of dialogue Conan has. And it's 20 minutes into the film. Mm. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Um, but Schwarzenegger had to tone down his work workout because his arm and chest muscles were so big he couldn't wield a sword properly. <laughs> that's just that. That's that. That's Emil Heskiesk. Although Conan and Valeria are shown together frequently throughout the movie, he only speaks five words to her in the entire film, and they're all in the first thirty seconds after they meet. You're not a guard, and no. <laughs> But, I mean, that's, it's that's, fair, that's fair play to Sandal Bergman, because she bloody makes that work. Yeah. That, 
Do you know what? If that hadn't have been pointed out, I would never have noticed that. No, no, that's no. insane. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem phased by anybody, does he? Anybody he meets is greeted with the same kind of facial expression of, hi. <laughs> I like that this is his test and it's just like if the person doesn't take me seriously they'll be my friend. There you go. Yeah. See, everyone just gets on with him. Everyone just likes him. He's just a, a big camel punching teddy bear, isn't he? Oh yeah. Here the guy's eating that generic bird meat again. That guy Seriously, can't be man, that is a good-looking stick of meat. It is, isn't it? It is. I want some of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I want the cut of the barbarian cookery book. Seriously? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. What is that? That looks great. It looks, like, it looks like some kind of rib. Yeah. What white meat can you get a rib with? And in some ways, I think pork could be quite white yeah. appearance. Yeah, it could be. It could be a pork rib. This is the first thing actually looks like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. He smiles for an awful. He's, he's thinking, <laughs> "Look, I punched him these once, <laughs> right in the face." <laughs> nice. That camera's going. <laughs> you punched one, really? Seriously? Don't look at much me. A bitch. <laughs> nice. That literally is his answer as well. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Isn't it a nice over there? Different flowers. Loads of flowers. Hmm. Again, like Conan's just discovered flowers and gone, these are fucking great. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, John Lewis originally wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to be the narrator, but executives at Universal had problems with Arnold as the narrator due to his accent. Instead, Mako uh, became it. Yeah. And Oliver Stone originally asked Ridley Scott to direct the film after Alien, and he declined. That I, 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 yeah, I'm kind of I'm more comfortable with the John Milius version of Conan the Barbarian than what Ridley Scott would have done with this, to be honest. Yeah. Early 80s, Ridley Scott directing Conan. Mm. It'd, it'd have been fucking neon, wouldn't it? Yeah. There'd have been some neon going Score on. Score by Tangerine Dream. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a totally fucking different different aesthetic. Ah, now here comes That's the... That's a strange... Uh, yeah, strange place to sleep. Strange tent, yeah. I'm going to use I'm going to use my amazing shoulders and a little stick to build a tent. <laughs> a would, tent for my face. It would literally be like falling asleep on a pavement. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, we've all done that before. 
Oh, they're throwing out these robes. Oh, here we go. So, yeah, this guy, different proportions to Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> that guy's bicep's about the same thickness as, as Arnie's wrists. <laughs> Isaac goes, this guy coming up at me. I like the look that Conan gives him there, where he's... He's, he's a bit disgusted, to, yeah. but now he's like, yeah... Yeah, let's do yeah. this. Right, I'm going to give yeah, you so a it. smile. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go behind that. Let's go behind that tent. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Game army. That's probably the most he says. It's just a glow. <laughs> now this is I like, suppose... that bit is amazing where he just he just like kind of like points to the guy like, hey, what's up? He's basically <laughs> like trying to blend in by nodding at people <laughs> and saying, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, trust me, you really stand out no matter what. Yeah. People are gonna remember and go, I don't remember this man mountain being with us before. <laughs> You, who the fuck are you? <laughs> See, I got one of these. One of these. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I wonder... <laughs> None of the others seem to have to show those. Yeah. The scale of this is pretty awesome. It is fucking, yeah, because they've obviously had to build that. Hmm. Just like the sheer amount of extras and stuff as well. You, you, like ever since, yeah. like ever since uh, battle scenes in films just basically became CG armies. It, it just it's it's a shame you don't get stuff like this anymore. Yeah, you don't get that. You know, like you said, that amount of of extras to control and stuff like that. And I think there are a few directors, obviously, who, who still insist on you know if we can get real physical people. Can we have real physical people? And Spielberg still insists on it, don't I? Yeah, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, it, it, there would only be a few. Like, I think Nolan could probably pull that off if he asked. What and, Nolan would do, wouldn't he? And the, the fact that he, you know, he works without a proper second union as well to direct the extras. Mm. But then, like Ridley Scott says, so like he's doing Exodus now that comes out over Christmas and you know he'll just use CG for that stuff. Where like, where, whereas like Exodus, it kind of feels like it's going to be like a kind of a a biblical epic throwback, and you kind of want that practicality. And I mean, like, yeah, I think, but it was like Noah kind of had it to an extent. I think, like, it didn't seem like the kind of like the scenes where like it's flooding and it's uh, they're like sieging the ark. It didn't. It, it, it that had a kind of a realness to it. I wonder. How many extras they actually had for that? I think it was quite it was quite a lot. I think you know, at the beginning, Aronofsky, you know, the, he he sees that one where he would 
be quite open to saying insisting on being a bit of a jerk about it. Mm. I wonder how Noah's actually done now. It's pretty much like done. Have a look. I think it was done all right overall. Yeah. Did 101 million in the US. And its opening was 43 million. Wow. Kind of. Um, 345 million worldwide off of a production budget of 125 million. That's just about. Just about. Yeah. Getting there. Like, if it's two and a half, three times the budget to make money, they've just about managed it there, I think. Yeah, is I got it, isn't it? Exodus is due out December. Exodus, I think it's Boxing Day. It's out. Uh, they've, they've pulled it forward to the twelfth. Have they really? Yeah, I was, well, that's what I'm seeing here. It might not be. What are you looking at? <clears throat> that's on Wikipedia. Uh, so I'm, I'm just having a look at the uh, FDA's website here. Um, which is probably more accurate then. Mm-hmm. It'd be based on their latest information from the distributor. Yeah, 26, 26 boxing there. Yeah, because it's based the UK. The 12th is uh, The Hobbit. Ah, uh, right. Um, and then the week later, you've got Dumb and Dumber 2 and The New Night in the Museum. And then, So what have we got on Boxing Day then? We've got Annie, Exodus, Hot Tub Time Machine 2 and Unbroken. Way... Stella Weekend, that. Stella Weekend. I'll do Exodus. I'll probably do Unbroken as well, actually. I'll do any of them. Anyway, back to to Conan. Oh, and here's James Earl Jones' hair. Oh, yeah. And watch it looks a little bit fucked up. Why has James L. Jones got V from V for Vendetta's hair? <laughs> I want to know what he wants to use the Eye of the Serpent for. Just shits and giggles. It's never really established, though. It is literally just, you nicked something of mine. I want it back. Yeah. He does look like the kind of jerk that would get a little bit pissy about that, though. Hmm. Right. James Earl Jones does play a lot of bastards, doesn't he? Yeah. He's watching it now, looks like he's wearing a dress. He does a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's going drag. I want to know why my speech mark, why my subtitles had sword in speech marks there, like it was a euphemism for something else. <laughs> the whole kind of like makeup design and everything all works really well. That they look like real fucking. He looks really fucked up. Yeah, he does. 
it's a good um it's a good little speech this and um this yeah. fall that's about to happen i was just reading on imdb apparently it was uh held the world record for the the longest like free fall by by a woman That looked like that hurt. Yeah. That really was a... Bastard. She's dead. If you dropped the sword from there, the sword would be dead. It's a fair point. Dumbass. <laughs> He's got his all wrong, hasn't he? Hmm. Oh, there we go. Tree of Woe. That's not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that's nothing that, 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 that been described as that could ever feel good. Hmm. Apparently, I'm reading something here that states that... Um, since it's released, because Conan's had so many different media releases, it's gained over $360 million now it's grossed. Hotty hell. Um, because of the various uh, versions of it that have come out. You know, when you think about it, that's... It grossed at the box office $130 million. That's another $240 million over the years in just home video. Yeah. For Conan. I'm not surprised. This film has 16 million. You know, even if we say overall they've spent on various kind of like transfers or anything like that, even if they've spent another 50 million, still a phenomenal gross. Mm. Ah, this is another favourite moment coming up. Yes. Yes! That is how you deal with a vulture. Yeah. Bite the fucker's neck off. None of those other guys are going to mess with him now. Yeah. That's not a metaphor at all, that is it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, look. There's nobody ever, I don't think, in history that's ever had a, a, a stab wound there and then been hung up on a large piece of what essentially <laughs> wood. <laughs> Left alone to die. I like this uh, this fake-out, fake-out that's coming up here as well. It's, uh, it's like, oh, he's there. No, he's not. Oh, here he is! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Swart actually, actually laughs like that in real life. But it's terrifying watching a comedy with him. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> this is strong, muscular laugh. <laughs> Go on, Jerry Lopez. Yeah.
with it. I bet he was really fucking heavy to carry on that stretcher. Oh, God, yeah. I wonder if there was ever like, I wonder if they said, right, we've got to show you a few scenes of you carrying him on this stretcher, and they tried to lift him a few times, like, fuck no, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. Mm. How are you going to save him? Well, I'm giving him all these hair tattoos, and then just fucking hope that he gets better. <laughs> I, to be fair, the makeup in this bit is awesome. Like, the, all the shit he's got on his face in this. Yeah. That's great. He's even yeah. got it on his eyelids, for God's sake. That's a fucking hammer and a half, that, isn't it? <laughs> You've actually been in a hammock. They are literally the most uncomfortable things to get in and out of. But once you're in it, it's like bliss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so you get in it, you go, oh my god, this is the most amazing feeling in the world. And then you go, ah oh, shit, I've got an itch. Anytime you move in a hammock, it is literally like someone is beating you with stones. <laughs> Fidgety people cannot have hammocks. Mm, I'd be fucked. <laughs> Jerry Lopez may as well just get pissed here because like, he's not going to be doing much she's going to yeah. deal with it if the spirits try and take him away and like old Mako's got to do the bloody magic so Jerry Lopez just, 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 just go get a little bit a little bit tanked yeah go for a surf <laughs> Now, I've got to say, this bit is pretty fantastic. The battle that Sandel Bergman has coming up here now, it's... The kind of the effects are awesome. They're, I mean, they're, they're old school, but they're really effective. That's it. It's not about stuff that doesn't look, you know, good anymore or looks dated or anything like that. It's about stuff that looks effective and looks... You know, fits in right with the feeling of the film. Mm. I mean, you can see exactly what's going on here as well. The spirits are trying to lift him up. Yeah. And she's basically... They are really good, aren't they? Stabbing them all. Yeah, they're great. Fucking hell. Like it, like, well, the definition know. on them as actually looking like actual beings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you say, it. I just, I love the still way looks it, lo great. it looks like they're actually pulling him up. Like it's not just the wind doing it. It looks like they're yeah. actually trying to lift him. It, it's, it's, it's terrific. Again, it's great direction and great kind of design. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it, throughout the entire film, it's just such impressive filmmaking. Mm. It's just it is strange for the amount of for you know the the such low number of films that he's that he's directed. Mm. 
Yeah, come on, you're hiding place now. <laughs> yeah, he did just go and hide in his house. Yeah. Where's Jerry Lopez? <laughs> come back in a minute and go, I'm still going to piss, did something happen? Yeah. Oh, there he is. He's going to smell terrible once they unwrap all that. <laughs> That's black and all that heat. And he looks like a sweater. Mm. And he's awake. Yay. First thing he's going to say here is, I like a, like some of my fans. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good to see a scene of him just like plunging his face into the sea just to get rid of all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate everyone that's alive, but why the fuck did they have to fucking draw all over mm. me? This shit fucking takes ages to come off. Yeah. Yeah, we got. Yeah, some classic stuff as well, man. Yeah, he's back. Come on. It, it does look like one of those guys whilst watching where he would he would take it fucking deadly serious, but he'd learn how to do that really fucking well. Oh yeah. his hands a lot. Right, I'm just going to grab another drink. All right, buddy. No, no generic bird meat here. He's just sharpening his sword. You can tell he's out for vengeance. He's pissed off. Lopez gets his little, his little monologue here. Like we say, it's quite strange how they, they juxtapose a position where he and now, you know, Swatching has almost become obsessed with his sword and he's become, you know, it, it's it's often, it's it's what we're seeing with now throughout the film is this sword and it kind of does play quite well for the fact that um, you've got James L. Jones just kind of giving up the idea of the, of the sword and, you know, has taken to more of those... Uh, magical powers that he's got whereas Schwarzenegger is very much based around now vengeance and he's he's going to fucking take it to him more more riding across the plains here It does seem to be almost like a an 
unrenewable amount of, of horses and animals in this film. Like, they're literally just everywhere. They have an extra spare spare horse just in case. Here we go, warp out. Getting all fucking stats weaponed up. I don't know about anybody else there, but I can't see anyone putting weapons on like that and not think of Commando. Here we go again. This lovely red that you see running throughout the entire film where anything's sort of dangerous, you get this red effect going into it. Again, another well thought out idea having the the black body paint going on them. So when they're in this, you've got this red and this black, and you're actually you can make them out really well, and they stand out from all the other just sort of half covered flesh people that are that are wandering around. They're easily definable by the fact that they've got this body paint on, and it kind of it blends in well into the colour palette of the rest of the the scene that you've got here. it's into the orgy bit now yeah just saying there's, there's a great colour palette to all this scene with the mm. the body paints and the you know they're, they're more definable by the fact that they've got all this body paint on it just looks again looks great and that that red that we see throughout the film oh no absolutely and here you go oh no I thought they were doing one of those spinny things like Arnold was earlier on <laughs> Lottie sounds very vocal tonight. Oh, can you hear her? <laughs> Cheering a little bit in background, yeah. Yeah, no, that. she's in her jumperoo. She's uh, she's loving life. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's the Archie. I want to know which bit Not of Hulse of Doom's religion this has anything to do with. All religions are an Archie. It's the great thing there is watching his eyes lighting up. Like he's going, I can't, I'm actually kind of warm into this now. Mm. Even though Lopez is going, this looks great. Valerio <laughs> looks pretty into it as well, mind. <laughs> they do, don't they? They're all going, well, who doesn't enjoy an orgy? Yeah. Maybe those guys. Those guys, like they don't probably don't enjoy it. Mm. Oh. There's a leopard for some reason. Leopard, yeah. Don't <laughs> explain why. Oh, <laughs> Minus just, just went, and I want a leopard. Why? Because I want a fucking leopard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the director, bud. Oh, okay, got you. Uh, we'll give you a leopard, but but make sure Squatch actually going to fucking punch you. Yeah. This is the only way I punched the leopard. <laughs> I punched his fucking sports off. <laughs> 
weird kind of paste food. It kind of looked like steaming rotten cum to me. <laughs> Delicious. It sounds it, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know why I'm having that for dinner tonight. No. <laughs> Jedi bastard Jones. <laughs> oh, snake eyes. It oh. gets a little bit Caligula-esque here, doesn't it? Yeah, this this transformation as well. It's interesting because there's literally. In one scene, he looks like James L. Jones. And then suddenly, I'll be absolutely honest, he looks just a bit too black for James L. Jones. Yes, and I was just thinking exactly the same thing. He's, he's a little bit like a shade too, too, too far. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> That that isn't what I. That isn't how I'd envision James L. Snake talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James L. Snake is that we're going to call him? <laughs> yeah, of course. And then again, I mean, like, why doesn't he just turn into this snake in the end, though? Or is it because he can't really do anything? Yeah, he's a snake, yeah. but. But, you know, Schwarzenegger fucked that snake up and he was bigger than James L. Snake. That's true, actually. You know, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shit power. Mm. <laughs> and she's going to destroy it all with a candle. Yeah. There's somebody in the audience going, look, I fucking told you candles were a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Especially with all this lube about. Time. Yeah. We've got all this fucking oil and yeah. shit just fucking floating around. Candles. Who the Fuck him up with that idea. Yeah, yeah. Lopez is doing nothing. No, he is basically skulking about and trying to get the best view of the, the yeah. of the tang. Well, there's a hand in it. Yeah, there, there are hands. There's a hand in the cum broth. The, so the steaming rotten cum broth also includes hands. Yeah. Everything includes hands at an RG. Nice. Yeah. This is a fucking weird thing to write. Yeah. Hey. Whoa. Seriously, there he what, goes. what is that stuff, though? For what purpose is that? I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of weird aphrodisiac. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's a good, oh. head, that is a good decapitation. Yeah. It is, isn't it? She's a badass, isn't yeah, it? That's the, yeah, she really is. I like the fact that she's a badass in this. It kind of it sits well. Mm. Lopez is fine to get into do stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, that was a good kind of like double swipe and then kind of like, kind of like lunge. That was yeah, solid. And now he's just killing all the dudes at the RG. Oh yeah. And swing my sword around for no real reason. Yeah, behind his back. Yeah, James L. Snakes left your ass, biatch. Yeah. You're never going to win that fight, sweetheart. <laughs> Is he just whipper? Mm. 
And there comes your death ladder. Oh, here we go, yeah. And uh, now the, the main thing kicks in again, so you know some badass stuff's about to go down. Yeah. Oh, there's a face in it. So now the entire place just smells like spoiled cum. Yeah. Definitely is going. I recognise that smell. Did Joe Dupadu actually recognise that smell? Joe Dupadu probably does recognise that smell. He does, yeah. That, that's how Joe Dupadu's house smells. Mm. And his moustache. Here comes Steve Pemberton, muscular Steve Pemberton. Yeah. Anyway, I think he's actually. Um, what's his name? Sven. Ah, oh, shit, what the hell is his name? I've got to look this up now. So what my brain's doing now is saying Sven, Sven For- like... Forsen or something. Ah, oh, let me look it up. Luke. Oh. That shit fell down. What's his name? Sven Ole Forsen, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was also... Yeah, he was in. He did quite a few bits, didn't he? Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Obviously one of Arnie's bodybuilding buddies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a hard target, last action hero, nowhere man. to run, lethal weapon three, hunt for an October. Twins, fuck, he was in a lot. He's had, he, he plays a different character in Conan the D- Destroyer. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Dragon the Bruce Lee story, played by the demons. Oh, he was also in. He also played a different character in Red Sonja. Oh, there you go. That was pretty badass, that. That's like a move yeah. you see in action films these days, the jumping off the wall and... And kicking, yeah. yeah. Oh, steaming spoiled cum. He's like gagging on it, aren't he? He's like, oh God, it smells so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, he's, he's turned back into James L. Person now. Why is he nodding a lot? Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, yeah, Defo. Yeah. Defo gonna gonna feel why they fear the night. Defo, bud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, fucking yeah. Can't wait. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. Can't wait. All of that. Can't wait, Doom. Yeah. Totally agree with you. In the, to be fair, Force of Doom's uh, uh, weapon here is pretty awesome. No, it's not just a bow and arrow. Oh no. It's a bow and snare. Yeah. A bit like in Hot Shots Part Duh where he shoots the chicken. Oh yeah. I don't know, that's a cool idea, man. I, I like that's 
just like, just, yeah. firing a snake arrow. Fucking hell. Oh. That's going to leave a mark. See you later, Valeria. And we will see her later. Yeah. Oh, oh that was a sweet move. That snake is staying erect for a while. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to do with the gods. James Earl Jones just shot a snake arrow at you. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Should have fucking punched it, Arnie. Not a lot of time, sweetheart. I like the fact that she says, let me breathe my last breath into your mouth, and then he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just breathed there. Yeah. She's still talking. She's still yeah. breathing. Keep me what? That's you, had, you, had, you had Keep one what? job, Conan. Yeah. You selfish bastard. She's still breathing. She's still talking, Kyle. And literally, he hasn't said anything to her at all. Nothing comforting. That bit of IMDb trivia is completely right, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, still not saying anything. Yeah, the hairy mouth. That's the fucking least of her worries. I think you got something there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a looking of, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Is it, is it, is it, is it wrong, bit of fucker again? Yes, yeah, probably. Sorry probably to say that. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, you watch Conan light some fire yeah. up there. He's got to keep her warm. He'll bloody do it. He's made for him to keep her warm. He'll bloody do it. Yeah. Now, when you said keep you warm, I figured the best way to keep you warm would be to light you on fire. So I had to do that. That's how you fucking do it. There you go, you stay warm now. Yeah. If I want later, where? Who's the wizard now, bitch? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 literally, lit, he literally lit things that burn on fire and you look amazed. Mm. It's fucking sad, you bastard. I actually quite like this bit. He's crying for him. Like, that's... that's... Yeah. That's good. I mean, like seriously, I, I that's quite a nice idea. That yeah, like Conan's told him as well. Yeah, you've got to cry. Why? I, 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 I have blood tear dogs. You must cry for me. A too muscular. I I am too muscular. My muscles are too big for my tear dogs. 
I bet he cries pure testosterone. Yeah. He cries muscles. Little muscles just come out. His, yeah, no, his tears drop on a baby's chest and hair sprouts immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a stage in this film where he just gets more and more pissed off. Yeah. Now he's really pissed off. Yeah. And that is really on fire. Mm. That wasn't shit. Is there ever a point in this film where he isn't flexing? Uh, no. I completely forgot they got her. Yeah, no, that's 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 brilliant. Like, it's almost like you're supposed to forget they've actually got her. Yeah. She does not look happy either. One of the only things he says in the film is wild blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think this is um, Schwarzenegger's tribute to Bergman. Except he yeah. meant to say wild strawberries. <laughs> it is. So it is going no idea what you're on about. Mm. Literally, like, we've been with each other for, for years and you said fuck all and all of a sudden you're just wearing complete crap. Mm. Shut up now. So apparently the spring wind blows every year in the north of a man's heart. Just, just babbling crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he just got me a coat? <laughs> here we go. That's what we're what well, that's what we're here to see, Conan. We're here to see the storm. Yeah. So shit's about to get real. And just like Predator, here's another scene of him setting up traps. Yes. Spiky traps. Mm. He's fucking good at that stuff, though. He's good yeah. at pushing shit. Yeah. To be fair, that that trap is pretty solid. What it does. <laughs> yes. A lot of films have these trap setting montages. Mm. Just in general. Oh, poor Mako. <laughs> He's like, look, 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 look what I brought, I helped. <laughs> See, I bring shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Bloody brilliant. 
was a big axe. Mm. There is a lot of build-up to this ending as well. Mm. Well, I mean, like, this bit is the action climax of the film, and then there's a lot yeah. of build-up to the James Earl Jones bit, and then he basically monologues, and then Conan bloody kills him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Conan seems remarkably relaxed as well right now. Mm. He's like, kind of just, like, leaning, and, yeah, I'll put my shit on in a minute. Mm. You want to buy it again? Oh, they've still got a... A sweet new axe. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna fuck some bitches up. <laughs> that music is fucking. Plastic by now as well. Here we go. If I'm praying to a god, I don't think I'm going to question his memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then, and, and then basically just kind of basically say, look, if you don't let me do this, then go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible way to get a favour off a god. Because, mm. like, all right, I'll, I'll, oh, wait, oh, fuck me if I don't. Well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Oh, the fact that we get it so many times. Mm. That, that looked like it really fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, it does. He's fucking loving that axe. The He's thing like... is, the build-up to it is so great. The fact that that blow is so crunchy is just the icing on the cake. It's Oh, it's remarkable. Yeah. Lopez gets a little spear just to stab at people. Yeah. But fucking... Oh, and he's like, I want a fucking big axe. Again, more, more Schwarzenegger noises. Oh, he's back with the sword again now. Boom. He seems to hit way too low for that to have struck where it struck that guy. <laughs> nice. Just get out of the way and wait for the guy to fall off the horse. Yeah. Ah, that's clever. Station yourself around. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ow. That fucking horse. Yeah. 
That goes back to what we were saying about Planet of the Apes. Oh, no, that that arse that arse went. I'm fucking just see what I just I just see what happened. I fucking tell you, <laughs> no way, I'm fucking falling down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the fuck off me. Say it later, bud. Oh, he's hitting the mallet. I like the way Haya is actually <laughs> in subtitles as well. Yeah. Yes! Poor horse, but still, good shot. Yeah, I would laugh my ass at the end as he said, no animals were harmed during the making of this film. Fuck off! Loads of horses got harmed and Arnie punched up. Fucking camel. Mm. And that horse just fell over pretty bad as well. Go on, get up, get up. There you go. Yeah. That horse. You know all that, you know all that generic meat that we've been seeing being here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we know what the fuck it was now. It was all these extras. Nico <laughs> can't get up. He's like a fucking turtle. Yeah, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was he just literally couldn't get up or if that was Milius was like make it look like you're a turtle and you can't get up yeah. oh mallet man not the brightest spark yeah uh oh boom oh for that one, didn't you? Yeah. Right through, yeah. Yeah. He's looking at you. This fucking really hurts. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, now I'm sure Deppa does pissed. That's quite a nice little move, that. Mm. What the fuck? Here we go. Yeah, sparkly. Yeah. I think that was some kind of weird out-of-body experience. Oh, was she actually there? Mm. There we go. That was one of his that was one of his tears. <laughs> oh dear. The blood on this is great. Yeah, it is. There's so much of it as well. Mm. <laughs> so I seem to remember the remake was very CG blood heavy. Yeah, it, 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 it's fucking terrible looking blood. This is this is proper fucking blood squibs spraying out everywhere. It looks fucking great. Whereas, yeah, it was that CG blood that just doesn't have the same kind of gravity and the kind of like physical splurting. Yes, physical splurting. <laughs> That's a favourite of mine. It is. 
Uh oh, he's finding snakes again. Mm. Oh, nice, alright. There's a fucking snake in my fucking shield! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck. Even she's laughing. <laughs> it's no wonder you fell out with with iron. It's it's steel. It's shit quality steel. It's <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you got a shitty blacksmith. That's what Swatchdick is now pissed off about. Mm. He's pissed off with shitty blacksmiths. So here we go then. He's off to see Doom. Doom's not having the best day of his life. No, it's not been a good day in Doom's life, is it? Mm. It, 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 it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking put your feet up kind of day, isn't it? Mm. It's like, ah, oh, shit, mate. Mm. I just want to have a bath. That's a line. Maybe watch one of the orgies. Yeah. So maybe turn into a snake, see how I feel. Yeah, see how I feel. No, it's a snake night tonight. Yeah. Let's turn into a snake and just curl up. Just curl up from the fire. Not sure, after a couple of drinks, it might feel like turning into a snake for a bit. But we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. It's, don't don't it's, hold me to anything, guys. Yeah. I just, just want to have a nice, I want, to, I want some me time. I don't know if James L. Snake will make an appearance tonight. He surprisingly doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, 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 like, just after it was like, ah, oh, I'm not sure though. <laughs> maybe, yeah, like, maybe, like, maybe it was like, it was like a C button. Where he could only press it like two or three times and he used them all up. <laughs> like in Double Dragon, where you could get that rain of stuff that fired down. <laughs> she switched allegiances pretty fucking quick, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. I don't reckon they can all hear you. There's a lot of extras to be holding lights as well. Yeah. I don't reckon Arnie will be that great creeping up on people. No. You're going to smell him from quite a way away, are you? To be fair, that looks like James Earl Jones kind of noticed him from a fair way away. Yeah. And now, I don't know why, I just, I don't quite understand why he plays this card. The 
without me, you'd be nothing card. <laughs> yeah. So who now is your father Is it if it's not me? Uh, no, my dad, actually, who you yeah, bloody well murdered, you dick. Yeah, and then, and then fucked off. Yeah. You know, the guard who whipped me while I was pushing my fucking, my mill, you know, maybe even him. Maybe him. Maybe yeah. he was a bit of a father figure, but you know. Yeah. You're just a snake bastard. We've had two conversations, this being the second yeah. ever. I, I literally have barely said a word to you. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I have. No, I have said a couple of words to you. Yeah. For a minute, he's like, oh, fucking lazy. Wait, no, he's not right. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe he's doing the magic the, like magic on him like uh, he did with his yeah. mum at the start. Do you know what? I think it's that. Could be, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of, tw- he kind of, yeah, he, he gets himself out of it. That is a good blood spurt. Yeah. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. He kind of like, uh, kind of blinks out of it. Trancy trance, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boom! I like the way it takes a, couple, a good couple of hits to get to get the head off. And there he goes. This is a fucking great shot. Yeah. Oh, look at that! There you go. One's in the back going, "What's happening? What's going yeah, on?" Yeah. <laughs> that's that's oh, that's great. That's grim. Yeah. Oh, Rob's down for a while as well, man. It before does, it yeah. stops. <laughs> it's probably still wrong. There's some, there's some fucking grip just sort of pulling it down a little bit of rust. Yeah, yeah. And now it's gone as well by the looks of it. It's gone. Yeah. Someone's eating it. Oh, I fucked it. We're going one. Nice. They're all crazy in the land of doom. Right then, sod it. He's dead. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, just going to throw all this shit in there. There's a lot of them to throw those in there. Yeah. Right, well, well, I guess we'll go home then. And also, I don't know, now I can't tonight, see then. in the dark. You see, yeah. some of the sensible ones have been like, hang on a second, I still need to see where I'm going here. Yeah. I think this is fucking stupid. And eventually, this, this fucking little, this little well we've got is going to be full of these glow sticks. Mm. Literally, just like they're going home going, fuck it. Yeah. Party's, this party's done. Yeah. If I'm not getting, I'm not getting fucking blown up tonight, I'm gone. No, quite. Yeah, thanks, Conan. They basically all wanted entry into that orgy, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That was, that's what they're there for. It's like it's basically a nightclub. Yeah, Conan, Conan literally is just... I've literally just fucking fucked that party. Yeah. Exactly. Right, what do I do now? What do I do now? Now my revenge is gone. Yeah. Oh, is that the head still there? Oh, it might be, you know. Oh, it is. The head's still there. And just all those essentially wasted candles. It's not that many of them there, considering how many people there were. It's like after the first 20, they were like, hang on a second, we're going to be in the dark here. Yeah, it's like it's really late, and we live like quite a way away. Yeah, I, I will put this out. I'm not into yeah. the, the the doom religion anymore, but you know I need to get to my house. I was, 
you know, it's it's not just the light of doom. It is also a torch. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, it, she really did turn a lot and quite quickly, didn't she? Mm. I don't know whether he can trust her. She's the reason he keeps going, though. Yeah. It's like, right, okay, first off, I'm going to do a little bit of hammer throw. Yeah. And then I'm going to take you off, and you're probably going to want to bang me. So, you know, all yeah. in all, quite a good end to the night. Yeah. Granted, my, my number one bitch is gone, but yeah, you'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, just don't turn into a demon. That's yeah. that's my minimum that's, that's, requirement these days. Yeah. Because that has happened before, yeah, and yeah. just all of this shit just escalated straight after that. Hmm. He's looking, thinking, I literally thought more would happen there. Yeah, yeah, thought yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that was that was not what I planned. Yeah. It was supposed to look so much better than that. And I was um, like, oh well, all right. And yeah, it's kind of worked. It, you this, know, there was this... a lot of oil left. <laughs> I might just hang about for a bit. Yeah. It's you know it's 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 achieved the purpose, but just didn't look as spectacular as I thought it would. I'll, I'll walk down the stairs and look where I'm going, so I don't trip up. Yeah. And then I'll come, and then after I've got to the bottom of the stairs, I'll have another look up and see what's happening yeah. then. See, see, see if I'm going oh. to step on your fucking. All right. On your shawl. All right, then you want to bow down to me? Cool. All right. Right. There's there's other ways she can pledge your allegiance there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, still, oh, here we go. Right, yeah, fight. so it's getting a bit better now, actually, isn't it? It's quite a tall fire. Yeah. All right, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, we can go on now. I'll, I'll it's on fire. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's defo on fire, isn't it? Yeah. Then, no, no, it's not going to go out, no. All right. Yeah. All right, come on, then. Good. We can go. We can go fuck now. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Told you. Hey, you there we are. Right. All right, it took a while, but, you know, we got there. That was what was supposed to happen straight oh, away. But, fair you know, yeah. Means to an end. Sod it, I can deal with that. Let's go. Come on, look, look, I told you, we're going, we're off. Yeah. You, you can't collect your stuff now because it's on fire yeah. and you should have said before after the thing. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll carry you. You obviously haven't yeah. got any shoes on. Really, if you're going to leave the temple, you should remember to bring some shoes. Yeah. You can't borrow mine because, well, then I'll have no shoes. Yeah. Now I've got a beard and I'm going to throw it. Yeah. And I don't look very happy about it. Yeah, I am just so fucking bar. <laughs> Last guy who had a fucking throne, he had fucking orgies and fucking cum broth. This yep. is just fucking dull. Yeah. To be fair, the cum broth was spoiled. It was spoiled. It was spoiled, yeah. Yeah. That does look fucking cool, though. That is yeah. a cool shot. It's a good end shot, man. Yeah. Oh, then there. Boom. That looks like it should be on the back of a karate jumper. It does. Right. And that yes. was it for the John Millius Marathon, the Untitled John Millius Marathon. Solid. Yes. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode, because I'd better get back to childcare and stuff. So, uh, and make dinner. <laughs> nice. Dude and a monkey at gmail.com, at Ian Loring, at Dude Foz, at Dude and a monkey. Um, Mark, films out the week that we are back. So, this is, as you listen to this, that'll be next week. 
uh, The Fault in Our Stars and Three Days to Kill? Uh, at three Days to Kill, probably. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's fine by me. I thought now stars, it, it just it ain't us, is it? Let's be honest. It's I, not for us. And I, I feel it'd, it'd be a little bit mean if we if we reviewed it and didn't like it. It'd be a little bit like, you know, it'd be a little bit like if we really want to, you know, something that's not for us. Yeah, fair enough. All right, cool. So yeah, that'll be three days to kill, and uh, we should have Mike back on as well to discuss the third part in the. Uh, Ian and Mark throw their own shit at each other marathon with uh, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's going to do, actually. So, um, Mark and I won't be recording for about two weeks or so, but you will hear from us next week in real time. And uh, anything else, Mark, or call it a night? And yeah, on the on the next show, we will actually be doing a quick recap of our Ooh. review of uh, 22 Jump Street. Thank you for reminding um, me. Um, we have both seen it at this point. Um, but we're not going to talk about it. Um, yeah, just because just of time constraints. Uh, all I will say is Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Uh, yeah, and... <laughs> brilliant. Um, anyway, right, uh, yeah. and that's going to do it. Thanks very much, guys, and good night. Cheers.